Hi, welcome to Carolina's AGC BuilderCast. This is Leslie Clark, South Carolina Director of Government Relations and Divisions, and I'm your host for today. Today's topic is leadership during COVID-19 crisis, challenge and opportunity. Crisis events like the coronavirus introduce significant uncertainty and require our business leaders to be decisive and act with the potential of profound consequences. Times like these require our leaders to demonstrate confidence when they may feel the most vulnerable and hold up the vision for others even as they struggle to see the future, to see what the future may bring. Ultimately, our industry leaders will influence outcomes during and after this crisis. Joining me today is Casey Swagger with Sloan Construction. Casey is a regional manager for Sloan and also our Carolina's AGC board chair. Welcome, Casey. Hey, Leslie, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the um, time to be with us today and just share with us how you and other leaders at Sloan are working through this crisis. Sure, no problem. Thanks for having me. So let's get going. Talk to me about how you and the others at Sloan are leading during this COVID-19 crisis. You know, it's, 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 it's been interesting. Uh, very early on in this process, we started seeing directives coming from other organizations, not related to ours, just other businesses, and government directives in other companies in some direction from our parent uh, company who resides in France. As you're aware, the outbreak worsened in Europe and France before the United States. And you know, one big thing was, wow, there, there's a lot of guidance coming out. What what can we do now? What is achievable? What is relevant? Our companies have crisis management teams, but this is not exactly what we prepared for. So there was a lot of collaborative meetings where direction was prepared. Also, uh, it's very important for us to communicate. You know, we are an industry of hardworking men and women raised by hard men and women. When I first started in this business, there were no sick days. Uh, you work no matter how you felt, you get the job done. Uh, we have had to do a lot to educate our people of the new world, you know, to tell someone, no, I, I really don't want you to be here today. I don't want you to come in if you don't feel good. Go home until you feel better. I mean it. It's been a very different uh, situation for our, for our industry. And that's one of the first things that we had to do is communicate that, hey, you know, we're, we're taking this uh, seriously. Um, we're going to try to do the best we can to keep our community um, and employees healthy. And, and we have to do that by leading by example as well. We, we uh, closed the office down for the most part. There's only a couple of people in the office. Um, so today, for instance, I'm, I'm one of three here. Um, they're just here for some essential duties, just trying to maintain that social distancing. Uh, that's a great response. You know, I, I wondered how um, so many in the industry would respond. I know that is kind of in your DNA um, to, to work, work, work. So I think that's interesting that you've actually had to say, look, you know, look, guys, it's okay. It's okay. And, and we want you to be safe. So I think that's awesome that y'all have been able to um, provide that leadership for them. So making consequential decisions with limited, sometimes unclear information from day to day can be difficult. So personally, how are you using your personal experience and um, basically, like you said, limited resources to do so with clarity? 
you know, uh, generally, in my experience, you just have to make the best decision with the information you're confronted with in this business. All you can do is make the best decision possible with the facts that you're given. Now, as it regards to COVID-19, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a great team. We've put in a process of communication that lets everybody know what to do should someone report sick or someone in somebody's family get sick. Um, do we have a positive test? Do we have a potential positive? And how we follow that, that uh, policy and process is, is strictly done. So our, our policies not only follow the CDC and company guidelines, we've ensured that they also line up with the South Carolina Department of Transportation Joint Workforce Safety Plan that was developed. And that's an area that you um, stepped up as a leader in. Can you tell us more about that plan? Yeah, so um, early on, I actually was contacted uh, Leslie and, and asked to, to be involved in a, a group of industry leaders from FHWA, South Carolina Department of Transportation, ACEC, and the South Carolina Asphalt Pavement Association, as well as the Association of General Contractors to talk about a best practices uh, solution that we could get out to everybody who'd be working together on these construction projects. Because the, the fear is, is um, we start to get it uh, the sickness in our industry and that it moves rapidly to, to other parts of the industry and other job sites. So there, there was an interest in developing something that said, hey, we're on, on the same page, we're good to go, um, we, we've got this handled type of thing. And uh, we did that over a period of about three days, um, developed this best practices, and, and we incorporated a lot of what the CDC's guidelines are, a lot of what some of our local organizations were doing, my, my organization included, as well as others, um, and as well as some stuff that the South Carolina Department of Transportation was already doing. And um, it was a positive process. Um, it's been implemented and, and it's going forward. And um, we're not having a lot of issue complying with it. Um, we think it's the right thing to do. And I think it puts forth a good foot uh, for the community to show that we're trying to protect our workers as well as them by, by maintaining certain things like social distancing, um, you know, not drinking out of the same water coolers anymore, uh, reducing vehicle capacity is just a few small examples. I think the industry has really embraced that. I, I, I participated on some of those calls and it was interesting to hear our members saying, uh, this is the minimum of what we're already doing. So that was awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. So are there any specific roles that have emerged during this crisis that you have embraced or that you have adapted to that's been very helpful to Sloan or the industry as a whole? Um, interestingly, I have spent a lot of time on policy development uh, slash implementation in communication. And I was joking with Leland Colvin with South Carolina Department of Transportation the other day. This is not uh, what I got into this business for. So, you know, I can't wait uh, for things to, to get back to, to normal 
where we're just building things and not having to worry about about this type of uh, of issue, you know, with this this virus. Um, not not anything that that I ever thought I would run into or have to deal with um, in my career. So, but um, you know, leadership is important, and, and we've talked a little bit about that. I think we're going to maybe talk about it a little bit more um, in the future. But you know, just being a leader um, and, and continuing to be visible when I can um, has been important. Um, as far as my role with Carolina's AGC. Um, that has even shifted a little bit. It's, it's uh, you know, going to virtual meetings and virtual board of directors meetings and everything. It's, it's very, very big change, very, very different. So what about the stress of it? I, I know personally it, it's stressful. Um, interestingly enough, it's stressful that being at home is stressful. Um, but tell me a stress that has affected maybe you or maybe what, what you see with your employees. A, a couple of different ways. Um, I'd say that, that I deal with the, the stress and, and, and thinking about decisions that we make. First of all, I think our organization and industry is really fortunate. I, I got into this business because I loved being outside and working with large machine, machinery and being a part of a team towards a common winning goal and you know how, how lucky are we currently that we get to continue doing our jobs a lot of people are not that fortunate so you know there's definitely a stress of the unknown that i think we all feel um but but we're in such a fortunate situation that we're able to continue working and, and getting paychecks and putting food on the table and then you know uh also, I think a lot of, of my children and the way their world has changed as well. You know, I'm sure it's difficult for them to understand, you know, you can't go to school anymore, all of a sudden you're homeschooled and that type of thing. So, you know, I think about them and just have to keep doing what's best for them and do the best I can for them. But, but most importantly, on decisions regarding the virus, um, you know, erring on the side of caution um, is helping a lot. You know, if you get you get posed with a situation where you know hey you know jimmy's son uh lives in the home and his fiance has been diagnosed with it what should we do well hey let's err on the side of caution let's make sure that jimmy stays out you know until we know that everything's okay you know that that's helped a lot and telling people to to stay at stay at home it, it helps but you know the the as far as it pertains to our 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 people i think you have to understand that the unknown is a big problem for everybody. And, and you know, when I leave here in the evening time and, and, and I go home, you know, it's things are kind of normal when I'm at the office, except there's a lot less people around, but I'm still, you know, still getting phone calls, still to work and everything. And then you get on the highway and it's like, there's, there's a lot less people on the highway. And it's like, wow, it's, it is, something is different. Something is going on. So you know that that always rings in the back of your mind, but communication has been has been key. So I think it'll be interesting when we come out of this how how we all communicate. I think things are really going to change, and I think we're learning that we can do things differently and still be very effective. Um, Tell me how Sloan will or how you may be different as a result of this crisis and any lessons that you have learned or maybe even just any emerging roles that may result from this. 
it's a it's a very good question um you know we're, we're doing lots of virtual meetings right now we've done bid reviews virtual uh, month-end financial closings virtually um and and to be quite honest it's it's hard for me i actually just met a new gentleman that's coming on board today and i told him i said you know we're of course we're six feet apart you know standing at the the entrance to the office and you know I'm, I told him said look you know it's great to meet you you know normally I'm a I'm a shake your hand you know give you a hug great to meet you I'm so glad you're part of the team can't can't wait to spend some time with you and and uh it is just so different so you know how will our customs change you know will we will we start shaking hands again you know um we have uh, uh production meetings here where we plan every week in in pretty important detail for all the crews that we have and where we're going to go and what we're going to do and what what dominoes what needs to fall in place for a to happen to b to happen to c to happen and we have a big training room downstairs in our office that's got you know an overhead projector and we all sit in a big horseshoe and and talk for you know an hour and so it's an important meeting it sets the tone for the entire week to come we've started doing those meetings in the parking lot um with our pickup trucks backed up to each other and everybody sits on their own tailgate at the back of their truck. Now we're doing them virtually too and, and you know, Skype calls and that type of thing. But um, I actually enjoy those meetings outside because I'd rather be outside anyways. But there's uh, a lot of things that have changed temporarily that, that I wonder how long they'll, they'll stay changed for. Okay, so we will finish up with maybe you telling us a specific story of leadership. I personally know of one um, where Sloan, and I think specifically you, kind of stepped up and answered a call and a need early on. But um, maybe you could share that with us and anything else that um, you and your company have done to be leaders during this time. Okay, yeah. So I. I think you're probably referring to uh, the N95 masks um, that we donated to the hospital. I, I actually, in the beginning of this whole thing, right after we we closed our office, I was one of the few people here in the office, and I, I got into the habit. Uh, the president was doing an address at 11 o'clock every day, and I got into the habit of of watching that. You know, mainly because. I go around and I talk to our crews a lot and, and, I, and I talk to all of our people and I want to know what's going on in, in the world, in the country, and hey, this is the update, things are turning around or, or we've got to be prepared for this. And um, the, the president in one of his addresses mentioned, you know, hey, you know, we know that a lot of contractors out there have these N95 masks because of the silica regulations in our our healthcare workers really need them now because they're going to run short very fast. And uh, we we gathered up um, everything that we had stockpiled and um, donated it that evening uh, to the Greenville Hospital System prison up here. And then we slowly started pulling what we had in the field out as well and donated some more later on. So um, you know, just uh, I guess from community leadership. Um, I don't know that a whole lot of people were sitting on those those masks, but we were, and and uh, definitely want to get them to to the people who are going to take care of us should we get sick. Um, but you know, as far as leadership within our organization, um, I think I'll just circle back to to 
you know, you mentioned how how are your employees handling and, and what can we do to help. I'll, I'll I'll maybe circle back to that and and tell you that you know everyone is different and there are so many situations that are unique for everybody and and everybody has concerns and they're all valid. Family is why we're here. You know, uh, we've got employees that uh, have family members that are high risk for whatever different reason. And they can be elderly uh, family members or even children. It, it, it goes across the gamut. And so part of what we need to do as leaders, especially in today's situation, is be more than understanding of those situations um, to, to, to be there for them and be adaptable to all of those different things. Um, so the unknown is the biggest concern. And communicating that we're okay we're going to keep working. We're going to continue to provide you the ability to put food on the table um, is important. But at the same time, we have to communicate and continue to communicate, hey, it's a serious situation. we got to follow our guidelines that we've put in place to stay safe so we can, can keep on working. And then, you know, I'm, I'm big on, on um, as a leader and leadership and, and, and positive leadership within an organization is, is we want to win. Right. And, and what does winning look like now compared to what winning looked like six months ago? And I'll tell you that, that to me today, winning looks like everybody staying healthy, everybody continuing to be able to do the job that they love to do and being able to take care of their families. And hopefully, you know, we can make a little bit of profit at the same time. Great. Thank you so much, Casey. I appreciate your time today. I know Carolina's AGC is very fortunate to have you as our leader right now during this time. You have been um, a calming force for a lot of us as we have moved forward through this um, through this COVID-19 time. So thank you for that and thank you for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you for your, your kind words and uh, you've had a, a, a big uh, hand to play in that calming force as well, um, helping us uh, with the legislature and the Department of Transportations and, and understanding what's on their mind and, and being able to satisfy their concerns as well as everybody else in the industry. So thank you. You're welcome and thanks. And uh, we will continue to record these through BuildersCast. Um, we have several more lined up, so we encourage folks to return often and uh, take part in our BuilderCast podcast. Thank you.